time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well. Let's chat. So today we are talking about leadership, leadership in our homes as a mother or father or the leader in our family and the leader in our classrooms as a teacher or educator in a childcare setting as well as maybe in a TAFE or workplace. So today we thought we'd look at it through the lens of obviously mindset, organisation and focus. So Leanne has some great questions to start us off today. So Leanne, would you like to share some of those questions to help us get started? Yes, so I think what people need to ponder is what is a leader? Okay, who is responsible to be a leader? And how does being a leader mean you're in charge? Because I think that last question sometimes is why maybe the other two can't get answered. So let's ponder first what is a leader. If you just went back to it's one who is leading, is that right? Is ER, when you put ER on the end of the word, one who is leading. So it's someone taking that that holding on to something, taking them for through. What do you think a leader is, Peter? Well, I um, agree. It's somebody that is moving people forward, isn't it? Someone that, that is has some direction and making decisions for a group for the common good. So, so we, we really, you can see in history how much we do need leaders to move us forward, don't we? We need somebody that um, has the passion and the drive, especially if you have the passion, you're more likely to lead just through your um, pure enthusiasm for that particular thing. So um, as a mother, leading the family on, on activities and, and what's going to happen for the day keeps everybody feeling calm and moving through the day nicely. So, yeah, that's what I think a leader is, somebody yeah. that motivates and has um, direction. Yeah, and I think that's often what when we talk about uh, lead, leadership within the workplace. WorkCover has done some research on how to keep the workplace well and it's about being together as a group and, and helping each other. And they ask people, regardless of your position within the company, to be a leader for workplace wellness. So often we can just choose one aspect of our life that we want to be a leader in. So I think that that is where we ask ourselves, does that mean you're in charge? It doesn't mean you're in charge of the whole organisation. If you're an artist, you might be a leader in your workplace in bringing creative arts and expressing creative arts and getting people to express their emotions through creative arts and find the joy when you do creative arts. But you could also be a leader that you, each day at lunchtime, you go for a walk around the outside of the, the oval. Then you're a leader, okay? And all you have to do is take those first steps. You don't even have to tell anybody else how to walk around the, the path. You can just do it and lead by example. Who is responsible for, for being a leader? That one, I think everyone has some type of responsibility to be some type of leader. But don't make it another burden, another have to in your life. You know, make it something that you, you enjoy. So you might be the leader in your workplace that puts flowers on the table at work so that people can smell the joy. I know this lady at the Women's Centre used to bring her roses, her husband grew 
every week she'd bring them into the group women's group and the scent of the flowers and when everyone was lost at what to say or what to do or there'd been something in that had happened that everyone was out of place we just passed the flowers around and smell them don't have to be in charge of the whole thing you can just be the person that shows something special so she was a leader by showing that the smell of the flower and the scent of a beautiful old-fashioned rose can just make you feel joyous all over and calm a whole class down. And I think that's where Peter and I, we go, we're not in charge of the whole world, but what we want to do is we want to lead people and help people and I want to coach people to be able to find their direction where they are leading the way and how they want to lead their life in the best way possible. So that's what I think leadership is about. And I think that, yes, we all have a responsibility. So did I make Monday too hard now, adding the word responsibility into our chat, Peter? As you were talking, Leanne, I thought of a few things. And the first thing was in the classroom, sometimes that heaviness of leadership as a teacher, you're like, oh, gosh, I've always got to be on my game. And sometimes it would be nice to just let go a little bit. You know, I wonder who in the classroom, in the kids, um, especially in the older students and maybe the younger students might want to do some leading of things so that you can take some time to even change your mindset. So letting them set a bit of, of that tone of allowing the leadership showing within the students. And as well as that, and you saw that like last week I was in, in, in the school and they had um, a special program they do with the year sixes and they do a peer support and Gee, they did an absolutely sensational job, those year six students. And it was so nice to sit back and watch students leading their little peers in a particular lesson. And they did an awesome job. There's just these little times and the school's done a great job in fostering that in, in their year six students or their leaders in the school. So how do you as a school or as a teacher foster that leadership so that you don't always have to be the, not the one that's engaging the learning, engaging the subject. So that's what came to me while you were talking about leadership with, you know, that question that you presented. And I suppose when you were also talking, I was thinking about our attitude and our mindset. So, you know, as a teacher or as a mother or as a father in our families or the caregivers, there is that responsibility to lead. You know, we obviously are the people in charge. We're the ones that are the adults or the person that's paid in the classroom to teach. And, you know, that comes with the responsibility, but also our attitude towards the job, you know, and our attitude, we can get right happening at the beginning of the day, like, right, game on, I'm feeling good, I've got myself set up for the day. And before you know it, by 10 o'clock, you're starting to get thoughts that are, oh, this is so hard, you know, another thing, uh, you know, everything's gone wrong this morning. And so you're without even consciously knowing your thoughts are going to a negative space or a space that's not helping you to stay stay in a good place. So today I thought of the, the word check in, check in with yourself throughout the day to see what kind of mindset you have and then reposition it for the rest of the day. We, we do probably do great at the check-in at the beginning of the day before we start, but how many times do you check in with your attitude, which keeps everybody good and feeling good? You can feel it when someone is 
in a really not such a good state and they're leading, you can feel the energy of the place is really low. People are watching what's going on, what happened to them? Are they angry with me? Are they frustrated? You know, all of those words come to you. You start taking it like, is it me that's affecting this leader? Why is she upset? And it might have nothing to do with any of those things, but we as the workers in the schools or in our home, our children, are like, well, mum, I know my daughter, when I'm angry, she'll go, mum, are you okay? Are you happy? Are you happy? Because she can sense that I'm not in a good place and they're trying to check in to get me back to where I am so I can be that leader for them. So checking in with yourself, what are your, how do you, how do you as teachers and how do you as parents check in with yourself? How do you find those spaces to do that? Leanne, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I love that idea of checking in. So what you need to do, yeah, is like having those moments and thinking about have you set up with whatever plan that you're doing for the day? And are you letting outside influences affect you? In Tai Chi, what we learn is to redirect. So what happens is as the forces are coming towards you, instead of battering them and getting them like hitting you hard all the time, which you could imagine wears you down, if you look at, any type of building, look at a flag that has been bashed in the wind. It, it's, it starts to deteriorate gradually around the edges and it, over the time the edges start to fray and then all of a sudden one day you just go back and you look at the flag and it's completely fallen apart. And I think that, that if we're constantly taking that badger, so what we do is we learn to redirect. So what we can do is not only physically do we learn moves that redirect, we start to let, let that feeling of not getting hammered, just let it go by, let it go by. And that's not meaning that you're a timid person or that you can take all this stuff. What it means is that it gives you that strength for when you need to deal with something. So often what we need to go by is our own mindset and that self-talk and that self-generated negative talk. Oh, I think she's mad at me, blah, 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 all that type of stuff that we have. So by redirecting those thoughts and not letting them happen, when you need to step up and say something, you've got the energy. So how often have you spent all day and then you need to go and sort something out and you're so exhausted. So your mindset could be is that when you start to have these negative thoughts, what you're going to do is you're just going to let them flow past and not let them take up any room in your brain. So when that little monkey that does the negative talks just be still and let them flow past. And that's what brings us to organisation because once you've got them flowing past, what do you do? And this is where we're going now with Peter and I. We're going to talk about how to organise those thoughts once that you've adjusted. You know that you need to redirect, but how do you organise your thoughts, Peter? We've got to probably put in points of reset or when we know that those things are happening, you can feel it starting to happen, you're starting to think those thoughts of, you know, why is that child doing it's doing? I'm, you know, I've had a big morning. Can't they see that I'm working hard? Can't they see that I'm, I'm doing everything for them and they're not appreciating me? Then putting those reset buttons in to, to become more to become more positive and be able to lead your family and things. And so 
one of my thoughts are just to be aware of it, you know, put in, know that your thoughts, you know, even just be aware, watch your thoughts during the day and see where they're going. Sometimes we don't even know that thoughts are there. They just seem to come. And before we know it, as um, Leanne said, your energy is depleted and you've got something that you really do need to do at the end of the day and you just don't have the energy to do it. So just being really aware of that. And when you are aware of it, find a few patterns, what's happening you know, is it when you go to the staff room that you feel really not so good? Or is it when the kids come in after lunch and suddenly you're feeling your energy is lacking? Like where are the points in your day where you're finding that you are going to that hard thinking and it's difficult and challenging? And what they could look like are doing some breaths, go to a place in your space, in your home, in your school where or in your classroom where you can just know that when you put your hand on that spot I think I've spoken about that that that's a place that helps you reset where you take three deep breaths and you might do some of those breathing exercises that Leanne has been doing with us to slow yourself down and slowly bring a story in your head that's going to make you feel better so just slowing that story right down it might be thinking about nature and walking. There's nothing better than being out in, in outside. So even if it's lunchtime, taking yourself outside for a walk and, and being part, touching the ground and nature just so you can get yourself reset again. So that's one idea. And then also obviously the gratitude is another one. So if, even if you go to that space, you might, it's really hard when you're really angry, but really rampage that gratitude that you're thinking, oh, thank you for this and just those little things. And just keep doing it and doing it in your head until you slowly move yourself to the next emotion or feeling of ha- maybe hopefulness or, you know, I don't think you can get right up to happy when you're feeling down, but certainly up somewhere along, along that scale that makes you manage everything and your energy starting to pick up again yeah i like that idea of like changing where you are your environment or something like that and i think that most important thing is that we have to appreciate that when you're making a change of mindset it doesn't always happen so what you also need to do is set up yourself some go-to strategies because i think it's really important that you say this is what i'm going to do So I'm going to do that. So for me, which I've worked over a number of years, it's I'll be sitting somewhere or I'm walking somewhere and I'm feeling getting anxious. I plant my feet on the ground and I feel the ground under all of my feet. And then I gradually put my body into posture of infinity, which is this position of where there's the less amount of stress on your body. And that's my go-to. But that didn't happen overnight. (laughs) It took a lot of practice. And it's like, how do you put a little signal to yourself? What sign? Have you got something? So you might pick some type of saying that you have on your desk. You might have on your phone so that when you open up your phone, inside is a post-it note that reminds you. Because often what happens, you start to get worried or whatever. So the easiest thing is to go into Facebook and hide. Or pretend you're checking your emails, which is not really good when you're feeling anxious. So I put like a post-it note in there that says, I want you to do one minute of gratitude. Or I want you to plant your feet and stand in posture of infinity. Or I want to breathe. So decide which one you're going to use for the day. You might have five strategies on a post-it. But at home, you pull that post-it off and you stick it inside your phone case. Or whatever a teacher carries. I don't know if a teacher carries their phone around them all at school for the day. But whatever that you have with you that will be with you and you get that habit. Like the idea of putting it in the phone is because 
it is a habit to go to that to turn off. So if the post-its there as you open up the phone case, then you're going to go and, oh, the post-its always seem really stand out. Oh, I was going to do some breathing. And it might be you have an app that can actually give you one or two minutes of calming. So you could put, oh, I'm going to do my some meditation. I'm going to put the video on. Whatever you're going to do, make that strategy in the morning or at the beginning of the week here on Monday morning. Every time I get stressed, I'm going to do such and such and put that in a position so that you know. So I think about it, organisation is is acknowledging that everything's not going to be perfect, but I have a strategy for when it does. And having that strategy, you watch how it changes. When you have a strategy, what happens to your mindset and how often it over time you need to do. And, and another thought, you know, you're talking about strategies is, um, especially for women, because we've just done a women's wisdom series with a beautiful lady called Fiona Southwell, and she spoke about women. We have points of productive time in our month and um, rest. And when we're in that rest, that's when really sometimes we're pushing ourselves so hard, that premenstrual time, and push, push, push. We just keep going as women just to get the job done. And that in itself is, you know, a little that, that can be a point in your month where you are really are checking in with yourself a lot more than the productive. You, it's good to do it in your good time, as Leanne always speaks about, you know, get these strategies in place when you are feeling feeling good. But yeah, that, that time is really important that you might just really be very mindful of what you need to be able to keep that positive attitude. So that in itself can impact on the way that you work in your family and in your classroom as well. And that leads me on to focus. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, these things, and I'm still obviously practising stuff. I found the other day I, you know, need somewhere to debrief. You know, that's a way for me to um, know if I've got somewhere to debrief on my end of the week, then that'll make me feel much more you know, it's this place where I go, I've got somewhere to talk to about all these things that are starting to build up. So some people like to journal and I certainly do that. But um, sometimes we're in the busyness or if you're not so much a journal writer, you might need that person to journal verbally with. That's like a listening person to do that with. So that's another, you know, popping those little things in your week and booking them in ahead. Like I know one of Leanne's clients, she has her day set for Tai Chi that she does it and that helps her to realign with herself and make sure she's in a good state and I know she's got a number of them that have just put that habit in and that's what they do just to keep keep things um, on check that they know is scheduled in to help with their mindset so yeah focusing on that as well and we've spoken about emotions and you know how your energy emotions with that mindset you know when you're in that lower state negative state your emotions are more frustrated and angry and blame and resentment and then how do you flip them back to that a more you know positive or happier state and having some resets having some set things down especially in that menstrual you might have a massage during that rest time you know that you're going to get tired and you book in things that are going to help um, recharge you um, so that you can keep that you know keep your energy moving in a nice calm state I think that's about it for me, um, Leanne. What are your thoughts around focus? I think that the main thing that you should focus on is that you can do this. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to focus on the fact that there's lots of information out there. Keep it simple. 
and you know that kiss philosophy well i always say keep it simple sweetheart i refuse to use the other word because i think it's a negative word that i don't think anyone needs associated with it okay and if you go off the kiss philosophy there's you're not being stupid okay you're just being slightly sidetracked see s and s slightly sidetracked <laughs> yes okay slightly sidetracked um so i like to say sweetheart in meaning that that then it nurtures myself so i think you need to focus on yes you can do this and the more that you practice anything so we always know that practice makes things better and you're going to do the best that you can so i think that what you need to focus on this week is yes you can do it yes there may be some bumps in the road but if you just set yourself this is what i want this is my mindset i want to be organize yourself so you're going to check in with yourself regularly so that you don't get to the end of the day and then beat yourself up because your mindset has gone completely astray if you've checked in throughout the day how wonderful would that be you know like it would be really really well so i want you to focus on that yes you can do it and which leads us to action which i already started talking about peter so I was, and so we're going to remind ourselves to check in <laughs> and we're going to regularly check in throughout the day and then we're going to do organization which is resetting yourself yeah and making sure and that's what i'm saying set yourself up at the beginning of the day with what's your reset thing and focus you can do this you can do it yeah. The other thing that just came to me quickly before we finish today, Leanne, is, you know, sometimes when we get to the reset, we go, oh, well, it's failure. Yeah. I didn't do it. Oh, that's the end, as you said. And having, as you say, setting it up at the beginning of the day with those activities, you can really help change. But it's not even that. You might even be able to reset to the point where you can catch yourself. So you might even, before you even reset, you're catching your thoughts to know that when I start thinking like this, that I'm down, going down the spiral. And so that is, okay, so when I'm at that point, this is what I do. So you're catching what you're resetting for, whereas when you start, you might just have to check in first to reset. But as you get more proficient at it, you'll be able to catch those resets. So the reset might be at 10 o'clock um, opposed to 11 o'clock when you put it in. Does that make sense, um, Leanne, with the reset? So you're just slowly building that up so that you have points that you know, this is when I need to reset. These are the thoughts that are starting to come up in my mindset that make me have that makes me know that I need to reset and then I can get back on track. Yeah, and I love that because, like, someone could say to you right now, well, if you'll start the day with a mindset of going to be feeling in control, less anxious, and if I don't, I'm going to do this, some people could say, well, well you're setting yourself up for failure because you're already acknowledging you that you're already a failure. But no, what you're doing is you're, getting, you're setting yourself up with a reset because not everyone, we can't run a marathon from day one. We can't. Like everything takes a learning and we work, we all work in the environment of learning yet we have this habit of expecting that we can know something from day one. So you would never expect a preppy to come in and be able to write a 500 word essay. You have a strategy for how to get them to form their letters. And if they go backwards and they have a bit of, a bit of trouble with it, and they right, you have another strategy, just keep gradually bringing them forward. So I think that when, when you want to, to make your life the best that you possibly can be, 
right? And that you want to find whatever contentment and calmness in your life. Don't expect that that clap your hands and that can happen. Set yourself up for truly finding your best self and that is by having those strategies in place which as teachers and, and trainers, we already know how to do that for every single person. So surely we know how to set it for ourselves. So we never say that you failed because you couldn't form your letters, do we? We say, oh, as a teacher, I need to find it a little another way or you need some more practice, little Johnny or little Jill. We never say, oh, here's how to do a letter C. Well, that's wrong. You failed. So remind ourselves of that. And I really like that, that check-in, reset, and remember you can do it. So that's our actions for today. <laughs> yeah, so before we go, but Peter, yeah. what is your reset little thing going to be today? My reset thing is going to be meditation today and breathing. I think that's really good space for me to be in. Yeah. And I'm doing Tai Chi with Leanne as well. So I'm going to book that in straight after this so I can be part of that class of my girls. That's so that's good. probably my, my thing. So what about yours, Leanne? What are you going to do? Today I am going to, so I'm actually going to go out in the garden and I'm going to pick some snow peas because I have snow peas growing crazily. They're wonderful. And I'm going to eat them, but I'm going to eat them mindfully. And I'm going to feel that taste of something that's fresh, I can eat them straight off the vine and I'm just going to eat them mindfully and I'm going to take that moment and I'm going to know that each time that I find myself needing a reset that I go and do that, I'll be walking out to the garden, I'll be standing out there and I'll be eating them. But I'm also eating something that's healthy for me. So it's like a really good reset. So that's what my reset's going to be. I'm actually, I'm going to put a photo on um, Facebook later on today when I'll show people what um, my snow pea, what is it, bush, plant, vine? I don't know what it is. So maybe somebody could tell me. I'm not quite sure. Um, I just know I grew them. <laughs> and, and for me, could you put a photo of us doing a toy Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll take a photo. Okay, we'll get a photo. Oh, my gosh, your girls are so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. We'll get, they will pose. It'll be mummy that'll be worried about the photo because I am sure the girls will say, oh, I want to take a photo of you doing Tai Chi and they'll be like, ready to go. <laughs> and for those people that are listening, I know you'll be um, jumping in those cars and doing your things, but um, we'd love you to comment on what we've spoken about today. Certainly some apps that are good for um, resetting, maybe some gratitude things that you might do that are a bit different. What, what do you do to reset? We'd love you to comment on that today. And maybe you could put something out that you're going to do this week as your intention for resetting so that we can all support and join in, join in and make this week a really good week for ourselves. The other thing I just thought, Liam, before you finished, sometimes when you're the leader of something, it's hard to participate in it. So sometimes you have to step away and find something else, don't you? Like it's not always when you're leading something great doesn't always mean that you're going to be receiving the same as those people that are in it. So that's another thought as a leader. So how can you participate rather than be the leader so you can get the benefits out of it? Oh, just throw in that last little bit to us, Peter. You know, like, oh, now I'm like, oh, my head is spinning, but we're going to, we'll leave that for the comments. No, check in with yourself, reset, keep a really good mi mindset. And if in doubt, be very, very well 
And I always say good's overrated, but well's important. So look after yourself. Peter, I'll let you take us out. So maybe we can just take a few moments just to centre ourselves and take a few breaths, three breaths together. Hello, it's time to wake up well. The collaboration between Balanced Minder and Beyond the Classroom Australia. I'm Peter Jefferson. And this is Leanne Simpson. And together, we ask you to wake up well.